0: we're gonna jump into the things we forgot to tell you last week right this is a special segment to me it's basically me telling you all the stuff that i forgot to tell you last week and we got some interesting stories to start off with uh the first one being shit at the dollar store don't cost a dollar no more who 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 the thunk it you know what what's going on that's a horrible thing to hear the dollars, like, you have to rebrand. If things at the dollar store no longer cost a dollar, you got to rebrand. You got to call yourself uh, some, uh, uh, a dollar and some change. Like, you got to call yourself something else. But apparently, the prices at the dollar store have been, for the last 35 years, uh, increasing. And it's causing a major disruption. Because, for all you don't know, dollar stores are usually the only grocery store, the grocery store, if you want to call it that, within... Some of these communities and these are what communities that we call grocery store poor because or uh, food deserts because they don't have a form of fresh produce that can be shipped reliably throughout the week. Um, this is also another because if you think of the people who use these things, it's going to be people in poverty. So why 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 can't we find a way of making sure that the most impoverished and the most uh Unable bodies in the community don't have a way out from experiencing this poverty. It's really sad, but it's something to note. And just a tale of the tapes: like, if inflation is really that bad, why is dollars? Why is the dollar store the first place to experience it? You know? Oh, that's right, because it's you know, poor people and making hurting poor people is a lot easier than anything else. Um, this before I show this, I don't know if I should show this video, but this is wild. Uh, Widowed, Widowed released video of Chad Reed's fatal shooting in South Lubbock. Uh, for all y'all that don't know, I went to Lubbock, uh, Texas Tech, the bucket as we called it. So this was like, this could only happen in the bucket or Florida, one of the two, but basically the gist of the story is, and this is, this is so many things missing in one, but it's definitely going to be. Uh, stand your ground law, the castle doctrine is going to be white, ma- it's like white male fragility, white privilege, and also gun privilege. Because I, I often tell people this over and over again when we rank the hierarchy of privilege, I think guns rank above white people because people need, love guns to an extent that is almost unhealthy. But the gist of this story is. There's an agree- a court-ordered agreement, and that's the reason why it's super strange, and y'all hear this at the end. A court-ordered agreement where the father, who is in green teal, uh, that's him. Okay, this is a better picture of it, but that's the guy in, in the green shirt. That's the father. That's the baby mama, and that's the new boyfriend. And if you see right here, the boyfriend has a gun, a shotgun to be exact, and he's pressing his luck. Now, he the father was coming to pick up his son as agreed upon. But the baby mama left out an important detail as she was at the boyfriend's house. The son wasn't there. Something she could have told the father miles before. But this is the wickedness of certain people. She said this like this is in my eyes. This is murder. Because she planned this She knew the son wasn't there The father had been contacting her The father, She could have easily told the father The son wasn't there And what proceeds to happen is The, the sugar daddy the, the new boo Kills the father And there's just so many things wrong here And as I normally don't like to talk about white people problems This shit struck me as weird Because The guy in black has not been arrested yet So let's just see this He tells him to get off the property, he goes to go get his gun,
1: he's, where's my son?
0: And can we just use this as a platform right now to say, yo, stop be careful you put your dick in, right? like this looks miserable. Who would ever want to deal with this nonsense? It's not worth it. can we can we just all agree to like man if if the if there, if there are flaws in the relationship prior to y'all uh, having a child? A child is never going to fix it. You
1: keep trying to keep my son from me. I'm fixing to drag you and Anne Marie and everybody else into court. I'm subpoenaing your mom. I'm subpoenaing Anne Marie's on video. I'm very happy. Leave! Do it right here. You better fucking use it, motherfucker! God damn it, I'll take it from you if you fucking hate me. It's It's already too late. Call 911. Call 911. Call 911. kyle you did it not him i told, you, I told all of y'all to leave we came to get her his son He's not here. she, told told she should have told that she should have told that
0: of- uh, these male warriors really do be stressing me but like i don't mean to laugh but this is this is is this is definitely the be- the the best villain origin story ever, right? Like this kid is going to grow up to become like some Punisher like individual who goes around killing stepdads, right? Like and not just any stepdads, like any type of child abuser, right? He's just gonna go around on some on July fifteenth. You promised to pick Little Rosie up from the ice rink, and you were fifteen minutes late what will be your repentance? And he's going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? And he just starts breaking fingers. And he's like, for every finger I break, it'll take you exactly one year to gain your handwriting skill back. And he's like, okay. It's just... And people are probably sitting there like, oh my God, what about... He only has 10 fingers. What are you going to do for that fight? he then starts breaking his toes. Like, this is a villain origin story, if I've ever seen one. There's no way in hell you about to kill my dad then tuck me in at night. It's not happening, bro. I for the rest of your days, you better sleep with one eye open in that house. As long as I'm in that until I'm 18. It, you ain't you ain't smashing my mom's, you ain't coming near my sister. Fuck all that. Every morning is blows. Like, hey, good morning, little Timmy. How was your day? Blows, fights every day. How do you how are you gonna explain this? You killed my father. And you knew. He was coming there specifically to get me and I wasn't there. And you could have easily just said, like, he went into the house to go get his gun. The police had already been called. So like this is just a blame abuse power. But and, and it's a great experiment because, like I said, real change doesn't come till white people. White people have problems with it, right? So like you just get unfortunately, just a bunch of white people just have to keep getting killed or shot by guns. And, and and things will eventually change, at least faster. But like this brings up a lot of questions. Did he feel like did he feel like he was really a threat when he got there? Uh, I don't think so. He was obviously frustrated that his son wasn't there when he was supposed to pick him up at three fifteen. I'm assuming it's not three fifteen. And then to be told that the child is at another location that sounds like it will take him six uh, three more hours to get there, since he wouldn't be able to get him till six o'clock. Um the thing that's crazy to me is okay so he so he goes in the house and gets gun. when you go and this is a this law has already this type of stuff has already been like disproven if you went into your house and secured yourself in your house and he's not forcibly trying to get into the house you can't plead self defense at that point I don't think well, I, it's to be debated, but I don't think that's a plausible information. That's the equivalent of me saying someone threatened me out on the outside of my car and I felt threatened. So I went in my car. I left my car to, to go into my trunk and get a tire. iron. You should have just stayed in your car and drove off if you felt threatened. So there's a, I'm interested. I'm super interested to see what they said. But this dude just literally killed his uh, like villain origin story for sure. And this is just the image of them. Like, guys, just, just let this picture marinate. Guys, he's never going to be able to kiss his son goodnight. He's never going to see his son throw a game winning touchdown. He's never going to see his son do anything because of his pride. Your pride is the. What did T.I. say? Something about your pride? It'll be the way it gets shot down any day? White privilege does not trump gun privilege. Lesson learned. Uh, a lighter tone. I want there's something interesting. Like we don't get to talk about Donald Trump that much, you know. I, I enjoy talking about my boy Donnie. But you know, he's not on Twitter, so he's not that interesting. He's not on I and mean, he's not on Twitter, so he's not that interesting. But recently, the man child that is uh Donald Trump, um Agent Orange recently became an uh, honorary Taekwondo uh, black belt. Like, they just gave him a black belt, basically. Uh, and it's crazy to me that, like, it's, the fact that he got the belt isn't the funny part to me. The fact is, the things that you see in his office upon closer inspection is the interesting part to me. One, one the first thing is why does why did he put the gi that he got over his suit like that's weird and why didn't he put on the pants so he has a suit on with the pants and furthermore did they make the gi that much bigger because they knew this is what he was going to do in addition as circled he has a statue of mount rushmore which is easily one of the worst sculptures in the world but his face is added to it. And I'm not I am saying this. Why? Like why? Why did he feel the need to add his face to it? This was actually given to him I think Mount Rushmore's in like uh where is Mount Rushmore at? I think Mount Mount Rushmore is hold on I know this. I know this. I'm going to say Montana. Because what else what else is in Montana if not Mount Rushmore. Or probably one of the Dakotas. It's probably like North Dakota. Let's see. Uh, I don't care. It's a it's a bad sculpture. Second, why is there a MAGA hat on top of law books? Law books that you know he has never read. There's so many things wrong with this picture. But we, we get to talk about Donnie. And you know what? Oh, oh. Need I forget? Up here in this picture... That's Kim Jong-un, right? In the top right, next, under the M. That's Kim Jong-un. Why does he have a picture with him and a dictator? Like, there's so many things wrong with this picture. But it's Donald Trump. What do you expect? He's a narcissist, and this is proof of it. He's the worst type of karate kid. A racist one. Uh... Oh, yeah, I like this story. I like this story so much that I'm going to allow this to actually pass. Um. Boop, 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 boop. Uh. Um, get rid of some of this dead weight. In Istanbul, which is a country somewhere I don't know, um, there's a local dog being framed for pooping on a train. So, apparently, there's this famous stray dog in Istanbul who, and this is the story right here, which is kind of crazy, and his name is Boji, Boji, Boji? I don't know. Uh-oh. 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 Y'all doing too much. I just want it. All right. Just give me an image of the dog at this point. But the dog's name is Bougie or something like that. Yeah, this is the dog. All right. Cool. And the dog basically is like he travels on trains and stuff like that. And he's, like, super popular. He hates cats. He's just an all-around good boy. But he's been tagged, as you can see, by the government in his top right ear. And basically, he's just hes just well-loved. And all the tourists the people feed him, he's just all-around good boy. And people think, like, he brings good luck to your restaurant. So if he shows up to your restaurant, it brings – it's no, he it doesn't bring good luck. It's just that tourists are always looking for him. That's why they put a tracker in his – in his ear so they can always find him. But tourists are always looking for him, and obviously if he shows up to your restaurant, people will show up and then they'll eat there. So people love this dog, but basically in this picture over here, uh, there's a man who's planting poop on a train because this dog is allowed to just get on trains and ferries, and he travels throughout the whole city without any issue. So this guy planted it, and it's believed to be have been done by a political party. It's super stupid, but... Uh, after spending a weekend, a week with uh, a half a week with a with a dog, uh, Rowan, I've gained a certain appreciation, but also a complete utter disgust for poorly trained dogs. Um, bad Rowan, and and shame on his, shame on her father and mother for not training her appropriately. Spoiled brat. <laughs> but yeah. It's, uh, we like trained dogs over here. I, I, I just want to talk about this. So Mr. Beast versus Netflix and the Squid Game reaction gets completely roasted on Twitter. So for all, I don't know anything about Mr. Beast. Let me just say this up front. I know that he's an extremely popular YouTuber, and his thing is basically paying people a lot of money to do crazy things. And I was just like and that's just the extent of Mr. Beast that I know but for some strange reason like he's now found a way to get it, and he's trying to make this about him but I want to further explain why YouTube and all these other platforms are just full of themselves and don't really know their audience Mr. Beast is a white dude or however you want to perceive him who took a very famous South Korean film that took 10 years to make and 10 long hard years to make because most of those years were spent trying to get trying to get a, a fully Korean cast enough money and support to get their status symbol to the point where someone would make this this movie for him for them. And they finally got the cast and crew, their blood, sweat and tears, they put it out there, is Netflix's biggest episode biggest show, and this white dude shows up out of nowhere. St- Steals the exact idea word for word, and gets more views and better viewships with a lo- like. And it's just to me that's just the thing I saw immediately. I was like, a white dude sees something that someone else worked hard to do, copies it, and gets more publicity for it. Sounds about white. Like in my mind, that's just what it went to. But this does say a lot about the authentic. Like as a person who makes content on YouTube, I have to acknowledge his ability to do this. Because I make content on YouTube. So that means one day I could probably do what he just did. But the fact is, not when the algorithm has a systemic bias to it. Like, content creators are pushed to Mr. Beast 110% more than they'll be pushed to me. Rightfully so. He brings a bigger audience and a bigger crowd. But should that be the standard for everything? Like, it, it really begs the question. I didn't really know how to feel about this except for the fact is, that if I made something, if I made a video and Mr. Beast copied it word for word, Mr. Beast would get higher viewership for it. And you see this a lot on TikTok. A black creator will create a dance on TikTok. Uh, one of the Emilio twins will do it, and that's when it becomes popular. With no credit being paid to it. So should Mr. Beast have to pay credit to the people he stole the idea from? Maybe. But ultimately that's what just makes me think that this is a crummy situation and once again no hate to mr beast or anything like that it's just a situation that makes me say what the fuck is that um this is really a non-factor for me because as much as i like twitter i don't use it as much i use it twitter a lot more for research which sounds strange but it's a great resource and you'll find out later for getting immediate information uncensored uh twitter ct Twitter CTO, oh, Arguala, I don't know how to say this, hold on, somebody say this name, we gotta respect him, Gravel. Para Paraguala will replace Jack Dorsey as CEO, which is cool, this is Jack Dorsey, there's been a bunch of beef and stuff like that that has been going on with Jack Dorsey, they've been trying to remove Jack Dorsey for so long from the Twitter front line but it just hasn't worked in their favor but he's now just stepping down and letting other people take over and I think that's a good idea for them um Ahmaud Arbery got partial justice and a lot of people are keep asking me why do you say Ahmaud Aubrey got partial justice and the reason why I say Ahmaud Aubrey got partial justice is because everyone involved with hurting Ahmaud Aubrey isn't behind bars uh we might have got the McMichaels we might have gotten the 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 uh, the bill dude, but we didn't get, and we just now got the arrest for the for the what's her, for the for the DA for the the, the district attorney, who withheld information for seventy two days, so that the McMichaels didn't get arrested. But dare I say, we want some more. We want some more. When she recused herself and passed it to the neighboring county district attorney, and that district attorney wrote a two-page letter explaining to the Brunswick officers why they shouldn't arrest Ahmad Arbery's Arbery's killers, murderers, he needs to be in jail too. Uh, As for all the flex that they give people like Sean King and all those people, without him and people like Lee and... The, the, the Crumps in all of the worlds and the Al Sharpton's and shit like that, Ahmad Arbery doesn't see any justice. He got partial justice. There's still a group of people and there's something even being drummed up about the, the DA that was arrested on Friday having a history of hiding crimes that police officers do and that someone who murdered a woman got off. So uh, by default, investigate all her shit. But I wanted you guys to hear the defense the defense in their final prosecution, in their final statements. of the. This is their closing statements about Ahmaud Arbery, a man who was murdered by her clients.
1: A single piece of evidence that's been presented to you in this entire trial supports such a hateful and gruesome set of circumstances. Turning Ahmad Arbery into a victim after the choices that he made does not reflect the reality of what brought Ahmad Arbery to Satilla Shores. In his khaki shorts, with no socks to cover his long, dirty toenails, there were two sets of decision makers on February
0: 23rd. Yo, I, I just I, I don't know if you guys can hear it but there's the camera guy the camera guy makes an audible wow. I'm going to just play back and keep a, and look at the McMichaels look at the McMichaels face. This That's the face of a person who's regretting having this woman represent them. Like, this is, this is what racism... Like, this is, this is the face of someone regretting having a dumb person represent them for being racist.
1: There were two sets of decision-makers on February 23rd. There were two with no socks to cover his long, dirty toenails. There were two.
0: They sets know they fucked.
1: Of decision makers on February.
0: 2nd. They know they fucked.
1: It is not just the McMichaels' decisions that led to this tragedy, and it is. She said th- that
0: and tried to keep a straight face, a like she just didn't face? say a deceased person's toenails was the reason why he justified him being shot. Anyway, they're going to jail because the minimum sentence is life behind bars with no parole. So. There three less racists on the street, a whole lot more to go. Um, I think there's, I haven't heard much about this, but it's kind of interesting to me. In Europe right now, because of the threat of more lockdowns, there's a bunch of riots going on to stop the lockdown, which is counterproductive because you want to be able to say that you you can't have it both ways. Either get the shot or stay the fuck home. For you not to get the shot and then try and come out, this is going to happen. Because the keeping the economy open and going is more important than your feelings. And the sooner the sooner the non-vaccinated people realize that, the better off we'll all be. But I just found this to be strange. I just didn't, I, you know, they're setting shit on fire. And this is like all over the UK. So it's like Austria, Netherlands, the UK, Germany, Italy. They're all experiencing spikes right now. And it's really just because of poor vaccination uh grounding, which is part of the partially the government's fault, but also partially the people's fault, because if you wanna get the if you wanna get back to normal, do the things you need to do to get back to normal, right? Stop trying to usurp the system. There there's no there's no way around it. We're we're living with COVID for the rest of our lives, so might as well get in get in, get in, in tune with what is need to be done, right? Um, (laughs) this is an interesting story. So like a few weeks ago, we talked about this. This, I have another block on this. A few weeks ago, we talked about this in Dallas, uh, like last month, almost QAnon came to Dallas because JFK was going to be resurrected. JFK Jr. was going to be resurrected and it was going to be announced. Okay. Time out. Wait, my guy, what are you doing here? My guy, what are you doing here? What are you doing here, my guy? Oh, wait, you got friends. Oh, you got a couple people. Black people, stop doing this. You, if you're a black person and you're that and you don't have no friends that bad, if if you hurting that bad, come. I'll be your friend. Come to the identity booth. You don't have to do this out here giving white people an excuse to say say it's not all it's just not all crazy white people. But basically the 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 dude who who's running this and he's like I think his name's like negative something. Um he's basically tricked people into a death cult and he's brought up quite like the police need to stop this before it becomes bad. This is clear that they're for all you guys that know what the Waco situation is, go look it up. He's talking about making a Waco situation. That's what he's talking about right now. And the fact that the police haven't jumped on this or tried to stop this is madness. Like people, there's a nurse, a woman who's left her children, her two children and her husband, and put all her money into this. And it's just crazy that they haven't left. And Dallas needs to really, like Waco's only an hour away. Dallas really needs to figure out what they're gonna do about the situation before it gets out of control. Cause these people are crazy. Um, some interesting tidbit facts that I like to throw in people's face. Um, yeah, Jim Jones, exactly. Keisha know. Uh the architects of the Capitol outlined a thirty million dollar damage report from the Trump riots. And I found this to be fascinating because January 6th was an extremely dangerous and aggressive and abusive and violent thing that happened on a large scale. What's crazy to me is the Black Lives Matter protests were overwhelmingly peaceful. Our research shows by the Harvard uh, Radcliffe Institute. This is peer-reviewed in the 50 states that happened. There was 7,305 events, of, the, of which 90 96% of them were peaceful, which basically equated to less damage. Now, there is another article, because, you know, I'm fair and balanced here, that talks about how the insurance claims were astronomical. Well, insurance claims don't dictate payouts. You could pay high premiums. All you want. That doesn't mean you receive damage to your property. Overall, the damage that could be equated would be less than $30 million. But just put that into context. In eight hours of rioting by white supremacists at the Capitol, $30 million of damage was done. In the whole entire summer, with 7,300 plus protests, less than $3 million were done. Now, $2 billion... Uh, premium plan does make a lot more sense but hey insurance is there to protect you from your losing your assets I just thought that was interesting and something I can throw in the face of uh, Trump supporters while I'm at my lunch break profile for fashion designer prolific fashion designer Virgil Ooh, I feel like I should know how to say this name He's one of my people. Wait, I don't want to print this. Uh, say, say it with me. Ablo. Ablo. Oh, Virgil Ablo. Okay, prolific fashion designer Virgil Ablo dies at 41. Uh, this man was an extremely hard worker, from what I could read about him. I'm not big into fashion. Uh, I know people are gonna talk about this. Um, the part that just really made me touch is just like he died of a very rare, rare cancer. He had a private battle with cancer. We lost him at forty-one. It's just a, a a as a creator, it makes me say like, man, I hope I hope I can be celebrated for my work. Like he'll go down in history for being celebrated for his work. You you love to see it. You're happy to see it, but. But there's a part of me that says, I wish you could be there for a celebration. Uh, Men's health is so important. Pre-screen, check out. I'm going to use this time to just say to my fellow men out there, go get checked up. Get your shots. Get your vitamins. Get your whatever. Do whatever. do Because your people need you. Your people need you. And, and if Chadwick Boseman has taught us anything, filling those gaps are hard to do. Disney don't know what the fuck to do. They was going to have Shiri take over Black Panther. Her non-vaccinated ass is too crazy. And then there's a part of the population that says, why should we not have a Black Panther? Recast him. When Heath Ledger died, y'all made sure to make sure there was another crazy white person to replace him. Y'all got three since he died. Finding strong black male examples are very hard to do. So what the ones we got, we want to keep. Because it's Chad Bozeman's gone for a few years now. And they still trying to figure out, do they want to replace him in a movie? It shouldn't be a question. They should. But the fact that they're not says a lot more about how they want to control the narrative. But not to rain on, not to vary the lead here. Condolence goes to the Virgil family and you know Godspeed. I, I can only he, he designed for some great he designed for people's clothing that I'll never be able to wear appropriately or in my size. So kudos to him. Matthew McConaughey wants to become the governor of Texas. And there's a part of me that says, Let him. But s- slow your roll. Um he, he's, he's not gonna do it. He's not gonna do it. He's reconsidered Matthew McConaughey. Whoever's on Facebook going back and forth, back and forth, I love you. Come over to YouTube or Twitch. We miss you. Uh, Matthew McConaughey announced that he will not be running for Texas governor. I honestly think he could have beaten the Texas governor, but I don't think I would have been a person to vote for him. Now, it was between him and G- Governor Abbott or uh, the dude that gets on a skateboard and said he's gonna take everyone's guns. What's his name? Oh, better O'Rourke. I would I'll pick Matthew McConaughey, but like I'd probably just write myself in because we saw what happened when a celebrity jumps into jumps into like the whole entire like the All Right All Right All Right. Yeah. <laughs> How did I forget to say that? All Right All Right All Right. <laughs> uh I just I just I'm just curious to know like what do you got like I don't I I don't because there's like word about the rock wanting to join the political race like the rock wants to run for president I don't know if celebrities I I don't know his politics I don't know where he stands on certain ideas and issues I know he had a talk show where he talked to a few black people and he felt like he was cultured those type of people scare me because he thinks he knows but he has no idea I think that's a famous line um, and now we make it to my, my favorite part within the things I forgot to tell you last week, the Herman Cade award. Uh, for all you don't know, Herman Cain is a black conservative Republican who loved Trump so much that he was willing to die for him. What do I mean by this? He was willing to literally die for him. Clap it up for that. Where's my clap? There it is. He died a few days after going to a Trump rally. No mask, no testing, no nothing. And he died and he died a fool in my eyes. But since that's happened, my way of coping with people woefully throwing their lives away has been to introduce these dumbasses to you guys. So let's start. Vegan, who died of COVID, begged for vaccine after refusing it due to animal testing. Could you imagine... Could you imagine foregoing a life-saving treatment because an animal who has no concept of you was used to test on this? Furthermore, the mRNA vaccine, I don't know if it had animal testing. But if you know the testing went through, you've got to know that you're an idiot for not taking it. A 54-year-old man who recently died of COVID-19 regretted his decision not to get vaccinated because he's vegan. What is a vegan? Does that just mean you don't? Wait, wait, hold on. My nose is about to start bleeding. Being a vegan means you just don't eat meat, right? So what the fuck do you care about testing? So he's like an animal lover. I used to know a girl who didn't like beef, eating beef because she liked cows. Like, she thought cows were like pets, but she never lived on a farm. And I always thought that was weird because I always want my steak medium well. Not medium well, medium rare. I always mix those up. But the waiters always know what I meant. A little peek in the middle makes it, makes it good. But, yeah. Uh, what's this dude's name? Jalen. Jylan? You don't consume anything animal-related or byproducts. So you can't, like, drink milk. You can't eat eggs. The the vaccine had none of those things. So he died. This dude died for nothing. Glenn Steele. Glenn Steele died of COVID-19 just weeks after being placed in intensive care unit. And in in the intensive care unit, the hospital, according to GoFundMe, why do these people always start a GoFundMe? I'm tired of these people starting GoFundMe. I'ma start a GoFundMe. Uh that was set up for his funeral. His wife Emma told the US the son that her husband begged for the vaccine before he went on life support. But by then it was too late to inoculate him. <coughs> Last thing Glenn said to me was, I have never felt so ill. Oh my goodness. Oh. How do, I just can't. I just can't. What? Hey, that's how the cookie crumble. But hey. We're not done. The police a police officer dies of COVID-19 after missing vaccination deadline. So, officer Jack, uh whatever, His end of watch was November 6th. Yo, your end of watch wasn't November 6th. Your end of watch was approximately two weeks prior to you dying when you probably got infected with COVID. That's when you made the the myopic decision to end your watch. And not only your watch, your lifeline. COVID-19 is killing cops at the greater rate than gang violence, than car accidents, than... Drug overdose, like name anything. COVID nineteen is killing cops faster, and we keep trying to make feel good sob stories about this in San Francisco. Like you're 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 in a liberal place. In Facebook post, police confirmed 47 year old Officer Jack, a 17 year veteran of the San Francisco Police Department, died November 6th. But his wife, Melissa. Told San Fran Chronicles that her husband tested positive COVID-19 four days before his death. Holy shit. If you not if you just comply, you won't die. Who'd have thought it'd be true for cops too? And our last story. Um uh, Dave Chappelle. <laughs> you know you've jumped the shark when your name is Dave Chappelle. And you're a world-renowned comedian, storyteller, and you decide because a bunch of trans people are hurting your feelings and people are calling you a bad man, you go to your old high school and try and compel the school to change the theater's name to your name. Not buy them a new one, just simply rename the current one in the school. Dave Chappelle, yo, you might be on your last legs. Like, I know they said that you can't cancel Dave Chappelle, but you can definitely make him irrelevant. You can definitely make him cringy. And this is so cringy because he then had like a QA. and a And obviously, uh, the exact quote from the article is, uh, one student reportedly told Dave Chappelle he was a bigot. Before saying I'm 16 and I think you're childish, you handled it like a child. A rep for Dave Chappelle did not respond to a request for comments. Like, ugh. look, God, people, like, you can. You're. I think like after 10 years, you can't go back to your high school unless it's like a reunion or you're invited. But like, this is kind of cringy. Dave Chappelle is definitely fallen from grace in my eyes but hey that's just my opinion on some stories that's just how i feel about some things i'm more interested in knowing what you think about all this stuff right clap it up we made it to the end of the show and i want to know what you guys think about this is this something that i forgot to tell you guys it's something you want to tell me Let's uh talk about it in the comment section below Like, share, and subscribe Y'all know the whole routine This is the things we forgot to last week You're on the identity My name is Hero I'll see you guys in a little bit We're gonna get into the next section Nafi, what are you doing? It gets defined But it's so hard to find Through the daily grind And working overtime And I'm sleep deprived Shorty on my line And we feel some fight seems like every night Don't care who's wrong or right I hope the end the sight is like slower down and we can catch the vibes, the vibes, the vibes.